Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast for another week. Uh, the boys have let me back on. I've actually got a special show tonight. Josh and I are here in person doing it together for, mate, probably the first time ever. No, we've done it before. We remember there was that really weird time we tried to do video and everyone kept on paying oh, yeah. out because of my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, mostly one of the first times, so. It is, but I'm so lost. Oh, mate, it's not that far from the city. Mate, I Come pretty on. much drove to the Sunshine Coast. <laughs> so that far, well... As a special token of my appreciation for you coming out, I know this doesn't go too well on podcasts, but I wanted to present you with your Supercoach sweatshirt from the, last year. The one year you've been holding off for me I've, for That a I've year. never given you. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate Just it. in time for you to um, leave the winter behind. Yeah, yeah. Well, we should probably <laughs> go we should chasing probably, the summer. Probably let everyone know that uh, I'm basically pissing off in the second half of yeah. the year. So, <laughs> Nick, you're going to be carrying the. Uh, the load, and um, I'm going on a bit of a career break overseas and a holiday. I'll still try to be involved in the podcast where I can. We're spending basically the rest of the NRL season in Asia, so time zone, it should be sweet, really. Yeah, yeah it should be fine, yep. And if you can't do it, we'll get some real super coaches on. Yep, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Speaking about real super coaches, mate, rankings? Yeah, mate, rankings, let's do it. I'm charging. You are, um, you're fine. Just inside the top 500 now, had 11.63 on the weekend, so... Johnson as captain helped, uh, brought Tohu in, uh, which was really good as well. Um, yeah, team's, team's looking pretty good. <coughs> Got one trade locked in this week and I'm just tossing up the other one. But yeah, 494 is my season rank. Overall, is that the highest you've been at this point, in the season, like this point of the year ever? I was looking back the other day, actually, 2016, when I reached my high of 59, mm. I sort of sat in the top two or 300 for most of the year before falling away. Huge. Yeah. I can't remember that. Yeah. Are you sure that wasn't a dream? No, no, I can show you. That, I can show that you. That really one. happened? <laughs> that really happened. Well, I'm somehow still in the top 1,000 after my weekend. I can't believe that. Hang um, on. 1,033, obviously had Cook, Crichton, all the rest of the issues. Um, so definitely not alone there. Um, and then just fell back about 400 spots. So it must have been a pretty tough round. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty tough round. Seems like it. Uh, I think I haven't used... There's the first round is the only round so far that I haven't used trades. So I'm starting to run out. But um, So I've, what have you got left, like 12 or 13? Uh, I don't know. Must I think be something it, like that. I'll just pull, pull up now. I'm sitting on... I think I've saved five and I'm sitting on 16. Yeah, I've got 12, but I reckon I'll be burning seven in the next oh. two weeks. But did you know there's actually only 25 rounds this year? Mm-hmm. So there's one less round. So after that last buy, there's only eight rounds left. But then so. there's also the Super Trade Week next week too. Yeah. So five trades. And are you going to be able to not trade? I'm going hard next week. I'm going to make at least three. Yeah. Oh, I've got to make two this week and then probably two next week, yeah. I think. I'd always plan nine between the buys. Yep. So two last week, two this week, 
three next week and then two the week after. Yeah, That's well, my plan. I'd planned originally for zero trades this week. Oh. Um, just, but the issue that I had was um, obviously with Rapana and, the, and yeah. uh, MCK um, going to shit effectively. <laughs> uh, I'm forced to uh, to make a couple of, of trades, and we'll we'll get onto that a little bit later. But maybe let's just run through the the injuries. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, plenty of injuries coming out of. Round 14, so obviously Rapana, hamstring, he's done for eight weeks. Uh, Kakao injured his knee, hopefully only a week or two. Hopefully he's back for that round 17 bye. Coruscant's injured, broken his foot. He's out for 10 weeks. Uh, Manly named the young hooker Fainu, uh, but it's actually just come out that the NRL is not allowing him to play. Interesting. Yeah, he's... um, Something to do with salary cap or second tier or something. So he won't be playing this week. Uh, Benji's done his calf. He's out for three or four. Bura um, was an ACL, but yeah, I think it's, it's just a knee. Yeah. But he's still going to be out for a while, I Out think. for a while, but maybe not the season. Yeah. So good news there. And Jesse Bromwich, your boy. Ankle, four to six weeks. Mate, that guy has not been my boy for at least <laughs> a couple of years. He's you're, you're on Twitter this week saying, remember when we thought he was a preseason mate, boy? Mate, don't everybody did. Don't in this. Oh, that's bullshit. Everybody did. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, rubbish. Not, but rubbish. Rubbish. Rapana's the big one, lots, isn't it? Lots of Captain Hindsight's out there. But anyway, um, yeah, Rapana's huge. Although, it's bittersweet, I think, because um, post-round 17, mm-hmm. is he a keeper? No, he hasn't been getting it done this year, has yeah. he? He's only well, averaging about 50. Although, I think I'll, um, maybe I tweeted this or maybe I just um, tweeted in my head. I can't remember, <laughs> but... Um, Hodgson is back this week, yeah. and um, you've seen the points differential between the Raiders and when he's playing or not so huge. So uh, anyone that's holding on to BJ at the moment, that that could be a pretty yeah pretty good thing for for him. Yeah, for or even sure. Kotrick as well. Definitely. Uh, all right, team news, mate. Take us through some of these. Yeah, changes. so we got Mano Mao back. I think he only missed a week because he uh, his wife gave birth. Mm-hmm. So straight back in, Karen Murray to the bench. Um, <clears throat> I'm probably going to hold him, I think. I know we're going to talk through him when we get to ins and outs, but there's the, the risk of um, round 16. It could be a handy cover play there. Um, you got Peter Wallace retiring. Yes. Uh, so Katoa starts at hooker. Uh, Kurt Mann. Uh, Mate, you've, you've missed your boy on the run sheet. I'm going to get to him. <laughs> saving him. I'm saving, saving him. the best to last. So Kurt Mann um, holds his position. Mm. So that's uh, quite interesting, Nottingale. Did you know he played prop last week? Did he? Yeah. Is that where he came, came on? Came on and played prop. Jesus. And if he did, I, I watched about 30 minutes of that game because it obviously wasn't a public holiday in, in, uh, yeah, in Brisbane. Yeah, some of us had to work. I was watching um, the Ds. You don't work anyway. What are you talking about? I was watching the Ds on my phone getting pumped. Crash and burn. <laughs> um, so I think, yeah, with um, man, he didn't play very well. So no. um, anyway, we'll talk about him a little bit later on. Um, is it Finu? Yeah, Finu. Finu. So, um, so who's who's what's going to happen there? We don't, don't know. know. You have to think Lewis Brown's involved. Somehow. Oh, Louis Brown. Yeah. Uh, so Sean Lane moving back to the bench for Winterstein. Um, James Roberts is back for the Broncos. Robbie Rocco is back. Cheekham uh, into the reserves, which is uh, very painful. Uh, Michael Oldfield is in for Rapana. And uh, Martin also re- remains at the bench. But what about Orbo Gun? Orbo, he's back. He's starting second row. He cracked, never really left. Finally mate. cracked the 50. Yeah, Good on him. They're holding him in the uh, in the centres. But um, yeah, 80 minutes looms in edge. And uh, do you start him in 17? Um, I think so. You probably do have. You probably have to, don't you, this week? And no sign of Madison yeah, anywhere. So Orbo, Orbo could be churning it out for the next three or four weeks. I think so. And... Um, Depends on what you're doing with the likes of Hockwadi and, and Aiken mm-hmm. and a few of those other guys this week. If you're holding off because of their break-evens and waiting for the super yeah. trade week, then um, 
yeah, you're probably forced to, to play someone like Orbison. Um, yeah, exactly. And there's a rumour going around about Reese Martin that I he heard might, that, might yeah. not play again this year because of second-tier salary cap issues, I think it was. Yeah, no one's really confirmed that, but the um, rumour is floating around multiple different mm. places. So um, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's right, mate. This was my 10-minute scroll of Facebook before you showed up. Look at all this news I've got. Umbai to the um, Tigers. This could be his last game for the Dogs. Potentially, and then that'll also help with one of the guys I'm thinking about bringing in this week. Mm. And Woods seems like a sure thing to the Sharks. Yeah, what a disaster. So that's not good news for Fafita. No, it's not, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows, mate? That's right. There's plenty happening, though. Good points. Before we get into our buy, sell, hold, um, should we just take a quick break? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, mate. Big week of trades this week, isn't it? I mean, I think everyone's going to use two with the injuries and planning for round 17, round Mm. 16, uncertainty. Most people are going to be using two. Uh, So let's go through some of the sells and some of the buys. We'll go with some of the most popular sells and buys, and then we'll look at some left field field thoughts as well. Yep. Cacao. People are selling him. Obviously, with that injury, like we said, he's going to miss this week. Potentially could miss 16, but hopefully he's back by 17. Um, I've got bigger issues, so I'm just going to hold him for now. Yeah, the only thing is the break-even of uh, 75, but um, who really cares if he covers 17? So, yeah, you're right. If, if I still own him, I'd be holding him and then trading him out at 17 if need be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rapana, he's got to go. Yep, agree. Basically. Madison. I'm let's can we talk about Madison and Fitzgibbon together? Yep. So this is my quandary this week. One of them is gonna go. I'm gonna go Rapana to Aiken. Yep. And then I'm gonna go either Madison or Fitzgibbon to uh your boy Fusatua. My boy. Your boy he's who not, I I've got a feeling that he's not gonna be my boy any longer. <laughs> <laughs> JT and I were definitely uh living it up last weekend, although a funny story about JT and JT yeah. didn't come home last Friday night. JT what, had at a, all. JT had a big night. <laughs> JT's girlfriend was calling around at eighteen in the morning, asking where JT was. JT JT did not trade in for Zatua. He didn't. He's no, too drunk. Oh. He was hungover. Slept the whole day. He's a disgrace. What a rookie, mate. Yes. I mean, that's not how you win. You know, people like Wilfred mm. who focus. They trade in for Zatua. That's professionalism. Yeah, you know what isn't professionalism? Joe Fitz. Nah, he's, is he even still playing? Uh, delete team. <laughs> anyway, we digress. Um, but yeah, so so Madison or Fitzgibbon? So, yeah, so what, both priced similarly. Fitzgibbon's got the 100 break even this week. That's yep. the thing. I mean, he could drop 30 or 40k this week. I mean, I'm probably going to, if it's out of those two and I have both, and you've, 
you can only trade one. Mm. Uh, probably hold Maddo because you can move him on next week. Yeah, and he's not going to drop in any value. Yeah, I mean, Fitzy's a very interesting one. Obviously, was has been a revelation this year. Um, he's only just scored over 50 once in the past month. Um, so those attacking stats have really dropped off. Mm. Uh, he's got a match up against the Storm this weekend, and that's not great considering what they've done. Um, uh, you know, you just have to look at uh, where they rank in terms of points conceded, and it's very, very low. Yeah. Uh, however, he went big in round six this year against the Storm, and mm. then also went big against them last year, uh, which uh, Andrew pointed out in his uh, buy sell hold article today, which is a fantastic read. And I think after the Storm, the Knights do have some easy games. I think they might play the Dogs and yep. the Eels and someone else. Yep. So it gets easier, that's for sure. But I mean, the the kind of question is. Uh, um, I'll is you know who do you trade into is the is the real kind yeah, of thing yeah exactly so I mean is Fitzgibbon to Fusatua worth it gives me an extra number for seventeen yep. Fusatua is going to go up in price but he could very easily score a thirty or forty this week as well very easily I mean I think you need to just sit down and have a look at what your um, your side is going to be um, the impact and um, because I, I think I pointed this out before I think if you're going to be trading Fusatua you need four gun mm-hmm. centre wing so that he can be swapped in and out because yeah, I don't think you can play him every job. week. Yeah. Um, so that really depends. And then the same again with your second row, how you're stacked there. Have you got four guns there or have you got three guns including Fitzy? I've only got three guns really plus Fitzy. I've got Jerbo, Taumalolo and Tohu. Yeah, right. So yeah. I've got Taumalolo, Crichton, Fitzy, Arrow and Martin, whether or not you call Martin a gun yeah. or not, I'm not sure. I mean, he's averaging uh, 68 at the moment, which is pretty yeah, fantastic. Yeah, we just need him to get back into the body side. That's right. So I'm also looking at trading Fitzy this week, undecided. Um, uh, and then my, um, I've got Orbo in centre wing, so I can easily make that switch up. But don't really have the need at the moment because I've got Rapana and Cheekham in my centre wing. And both of them need to go, although they don't need to go this week because they're not playing. So yeah, um, we'll just be interesting there. I'm, I'm probably, I'm even looking at somebody like a Ryan James uh, at the moment, yeah. Um, I mean, we'll talk. We can just jump straight to talk about about him. But you know, prize scores have been really, really poor. But I think it's really important to point out that when he has played in the middle and not on the edge, his scores are considerably considerably better. Um, so base points per game of fifty two when playing number ten compared to forty five base points per game when playing on the edge, and then an overall average of sixty seven when playing number ten versus fifty three when playing on the edge. So it's a huge differential mm-hmm. there, and you've got to think that. Um, you know, he has played a lot more games as well at number 10 and, and you've got Jairo and yep. um, Wallace who are going to be missing around 17 likely so yeah, huge he's, minutes he's 80 minutes in the middle guaranteed yeah yeah and then we'll just see what happens this week but there's heaps of injuries going on at the Titans at the moment uh, minutes of, uh, were inflated last week due to HIAs and sim biddings but I think Wallace is suspended this week yep he so, is too for yeah. a week so yeah. I can see that James um, is, a, is a reasonably good buy um, I've got somebody like Nichols who's sitting in my front row. So what I'm potentially thinking about doing is maybe going fifty to um, to Ryan James via Nichols, yeah. and then Nichols will make go make way for a um, RFM or maybe a Harris in round seventeen. So Ryan James is he front row only? He's front row only. Yeah. Okay. So that means my front row um, I'll end up having uh, locked away being Fafida, Tapao, Pangai, and James. So probably two of those guys won't be in my seventeen for the run home, but I'm. Pretty much sorted for bench yeah. cover. Yeah, Tapao's been a really good trading for you, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he, I rubbished that three or four weeks ago, and he's turned out to be really good. And I went pretty late on him as well. Um, 
he went huge against the Roosters, which I just missed that one. But um, yeah, he's been a good. He's been very good. Fantastic one. So, what about um, Ryan Mar- uh, Martin, mate? Are we holding on to him? I think you kind of have to, right? Yeah, you mean Reese? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, yeah, I think you've got to. I mean, negative twenty-three break-even, and the possibility that he plays round seventeen. Yeah, you've just got to hold him and just hope that somehow he can get back. Even if you know you're going to get an answer. If you hold him for this week, you're going to get an answer next week if there is something there with that second tier thing. Yep. Because obviously week off, round 16 is not going to be played till after 30 June. Mm-hmm. So you're going to know if there's something there and you can just trade him out next week as part of one of your five trades. Yeah, far bigger op- uh, far bigger issues, I think, this week. Yeah. Cameron Murray, so you're saying that he's a sell. Yeah, I'd sell him um, reduced role and no round 17. I'm really focused on round 17 at the moment. I think it's... It's hard though because there's not there's not really that many good keepers for round seventeen. So yep. the question becomes, yeah, great, sell him, but who are you going to bring in? Yeah, look, I'm probably going to hold him because I just think that round sixteen could be uh, disaster pants for the Rabbitohs. They've got all the Burgess mm. boys could be missing, right? So Murray could be playing eighty minutes, and when Murray's played over eighty minutes this year, um, he. Uh, He's averaged over 60 points, so and that's in three games. So um, I'll be holding him for that and then basically looking to hit, move him on to Tohu Harris in round 17. Yeah, yeah. it's almost like we need the five trades pre-round 17 mm. as opposed to pre-round 16. Yeah. You know, because there's all those guys who you want to make a call on just before the buy, you know, bringing rookies in or selling people. It'd be good if we could shift some of those trades, but... It's quite painful. Yeah. And Cheekham, mate. I can't believe you brought Cheekham. An absolute dud. What a dud. Absolute dud. Who talked you into that one? My head. <laughs> My stupid head. No, but if, I mean, if you looked at what he, he'd done this year playing uh, on the edge, and he played um, the, the two games there, he scored like over 70 points and then over 60 points. Mm-hmm. The one other game that he played 80 minutes, he played in the centres, which is a little bit of a trap for some. I heard people commenting on that, but... You know, it's what he's just done, and clear he's just ruthless. Oh, yeah, I know. So Rocco got dropped to Reggie's for two weeks. Yep. Straight back into the starting side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's arguably the sign of a good coach. Coach, I guess. So, yeah. um, Pangai Junior. So for me, I'm definitely holding yep. round seventeen coverage. Is um, looks fantastic, particularly with a couple of outs, and he still played over fifty minutes last week. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. PPM was just a bit down, but yeah, you're right. Played bang on fifty minutes. Yep. So. I think, I mean, you know, they're giving Jordan Sewer 80 minutes every week. You have to think Pangai's going to get some of those minutes. And, yeah, like you said, round 17 should play big minutes. So, yep. much bigger issues than him. George Jennings has thrown up a bit of a quandary with his good scores the last couple of weeks because I had him slated as going out for Olive this week. Yep. I've been planning that trade for a few weeks. But, obviously, with the break-even of 16... I think I'm just going to sit on him for this week and, and make that move to Olive next week, potentially. Yeah, I mean, Olive, I think, is only projected to go up about 30, 30k this week, yeah, so you're not really going to lose go too up much. 15 or 20, so it's, it's probably only going to cost 15 grand waiting a week. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing is that he does play Souths, and Souths are a pretty mm. difficult matchup for centre wings, so um, kind of. To, it's all about what you're forecasting he's going yeah, to score. Yeah, and Olive plays the Titans. Exactly, and that's exact, yeah. That's why I'm bringing Olive in this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, Fitzgibbon, we've spoken about. BJ, hold? 
I think so. And, and again, with yeah. Hodgson back in the fold, um, they should be more potent in attack and VJ potentially is the one that uh, could do quite well out of that. Yeah, and you're not going to get much for him at 424k either. No, and I'd be holding him for the same reason I've held Hiku for the season. Just he's a solid, uh, he'll be a good 19, 20 man yeah. if there's injuries in centre wing, which there's all likely to be. And you can just switch him in depending on matchups. Yeah, I'm so jealous of people like you who are still holding a Sarko. I'm not, mate. I traded oh, him. Oh, you traded him? I traded him. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm jealous of the people who still have him because he's going to be a perfect round 17 coverage. Do you know who I traded him to? Orbison. Cheekham. Cheekham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, kill me now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Cheekham punched out the 45 and round <laughs> 15, whenever it was. Around, was around, around 13. 13. 13, the big buy, yeah. so... Yes. Um, and you have blasphemously added masters to this list. Question. 89. Hmm. 89. He's yep. a beast. He is. And, um, You're just jealous you don't have him. I am, but Mr. 16 and 17. Yeah, but beast. beast. Why not miss 16? I think, yeah. But it's. Um, I think the 16 is something that people aren't really thinking too much about with masters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that he'll get picked. Yeah, yeah I think he'll definitely get picked. All right. So the buyers, the most popular buy this week... Um, He's not really surprised in, in Olive, so he's got a break even of fifteen. I think in uh, the week before the buy, he um, you know he was quite good. Mm. Um, he had twenty points from evading stats. I think base at twenty seven. Uh, base was pretty similar last week, but just didn't do anything else in attack. So um, pretty disappointing. I'm hearing a lot of people talking about man, and they're yeah. priced pretty similarly. I mean, yeah. for me, when I look at Olive, I don't look as a cash cow, and I don't think you can look at man as a cash cow. So I think you need to look at it as a guy that you're going to bring him in for three weeks, and then as soon as uh, Morris comes back, you're never going to see him ever again, and you're just going to have 300 grand sitting on your bench. Yeah, so you're saying he's not a cash cow because we don't have trades to yeah, sell him. exactly. Yeah. You just want to leave him there. He's not going to be an AE nightmare. He might jag a try in uh, round 17. He's got the Titans this week, yeah. Knights next week. So both those matchups are favorable enough that I'll be starting him both yeah. weeks. Um, and then hopefully he just buggers off when, when Morris comes back. Yeah. So That's why I prefer him over man. Exactly. And I have heard her talk about potentially man um, covering the halves while Widop's yeah. out and Hunt's out as well. But um, what happens then in round 17, or sorry, round 18, man probably what goes back to the bench um, and then plays 10 minutes. Yeah. You just never know. And then you're going you to you're gonna have to use a trade to get him out. Um, he didn't play very well on Monday. Uh, and Nightingale is... is He's a very good winger. It was very surprising to see Man come in for Nightingale. Yeah. You'd have to think in the run to the finals, they're going to go back to Nightingale and his experience. You would think so. So I think for those reasons, Olive for me, Olive is not a home run at all. Um, he's. I was thinking about waiting till next week and just copying him, but the, the matchup against the Titans yeah. is just too good. Good matchup. So Morris is back round 19 or 20. Yeah, so that's perfect, right? So that should be far enough away from 17 so that there's no risk that all of a sudden round yep. 17, or oh Jesus, Morris is back. Yep. Because that would be a nightmare. That would be a nightmare, but we just got to fingers crossed that it's uh, yeah. 19, as you said, and that extra trade can potentially be used for me to make sure I can bring in, say, Cleary. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Aitken. I'm going to get on Aitken this week. Um... I think he's got a couple of good week, good matchups uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, should be solid. Scores the last month have been pretty poor, aside from the weekend where he jagged the try. Um, but I think he's a 
low end center wing keeper who you can have in your team okay for the run home. Yeah, I mean, so the the last month his scores have been 40, 31, 45, um, 100, 104 and 34 for an average of 34. So that was leading up 45. to round that was leading up to um, round 14. Yeah. And then if you take the the try and the the attacking sets out that he um, that he had, I think there was 30 points in that one play last week. He scores around about 45. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's he's a constant 40 45 in base. Well, plus yeah. whatever he can get. Oh yeah, well he averaged 34 in base. Um, so I I can see I don't think and he's also got a break even this week of high 40s as well. So I don't think you need to trade him in this week. No. Um, and I, I, when I, you have a look at someone like a Nene McDonald who plays on the other side, his base is down to around about twenty-seven, which is the clear difference between the two. But probably got the chance of more attacking stats. Mm. Yeah, and, and he's a hundred grand. Exactly, there's a big yeah. differential. I mean, I'm looking at um, Hopawade as a as a um, someone that I'm probably going to bring in ahead of Aitken. Um, and Hopawade's base is better than Aiken's. And what I was alluding to at the start of the podcast is what happens when Mbai leaves, who goes to fullback. Mm. So if yep. Hopawade goes to fullback there, you know, we're potentially looking at like a 55 to 60 average centre yep. wing. Yeah. And this year that's fantastic, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I just can't, I can't go Hopawade. He's been a plotter in my team too many times before. But if you, if you look at the centre wing this year, if you've got a guy that's going to be locking in 55 each week, I mean, we used to think about a um, uh, you know a second row forward or edge forward that that um, played eighty minutes. They're available in centre wing, and mm-hmm. he's going to not pump out fifty five in base for you every week. Going be pretty yeah. happy with that. Yeah. Um, in saying all that, I'll probably bring both of them in. Okay. But not this week. I yeah. think I'll wait till next week. Hop Whitey is seriously con- seriously considering um, him um, this week uh, because of the matchup against the Titans. Uh, so it's either him or Ryan James for me. Okay. Tohu, I jumped on Tohu last week. Uh, I'm very happy with his 90 plus score with that try off Blake Green, yep. which was excellent. Um, yeah, I jumped on him and SJ, and I'll probably get Fusatua, you know, partially because I'm a Warriors fan. And mm-hmm. It actually gives me a reason to watch the Warriors instead of watching all these other crappy teams. Um, but yeah, Tohu could miss 16, probably will miss 16, and I'd play 17. So I think you can still get him this week. Yeah, I think I'll definitely be waiting, um, and I've got plenty of options to trade into. So Orbison, Cam yeah. Murray, uh, also Nichols as well. So one of those guys will make way for him, and then R. So you'll get him round seventeen. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a break even of forty six this week, despite um, the really good score, because he's still had a, a a poor score in his rolling average. So um, yeah, I'm happy to, to hold. Yeah. Ryan James was spoken about. Man was spoken about. So I heard you were bringing in Gallon. When did you ever hear that? <laughs> oh, maybe it was Joe Fitz. Maybe yeah. Joe Fitz was bringing in Gallon. No, he said that Gallon reminded him of someone that needs to pee in a cup because he's thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think Gallon's an option. He did play very well on the weekend, but he did. no round seventeen, especially if Woodsy's coming over as well. Yep, not for me. Agree. So I think we can skip over that one. Nathan Brown. So uh, obviously misses round seventeen. Comes back. He becomes an option in round eighteen. Play that full 80 minutes on the weekend. Mm. Um, no Manu Mao. Yeah, that's um, the thing. And if you look at his minutes throughout the year, he hasn't got played any minutes. No, he's so. been between 60 and 70. So people are jumping all over and saying, oh, he's, he's going to be a great trade. Um, I'm still a bit cautious. Yeah, he was the sort of left field option I was thinking of bringing in for Fitzgibbon this week. 
but I think when I looked at his minutes, like you just said, he's been playing yeah between sixty and seventy when the Eels have had their normal team. Yep. Um, pre and post in, well, mostly pre injury. I agree, but so for I'm me, he's, wait. Yeah, he's not really a trading option for me this week. No. But I, I want him in my final team. Yep, definitely. Uh, Widop, I am definitely not getting him this week. But um, and I've sort of kiboshed him and said that I don't like him, but I'm probably still looking at him for 17 because I think that Widop SJ combo is going to be the way the way to go for the run home. Yeah, listen, I'm probably depending on what I do in the next couple of weeks, I'm possibly just going to bypass him altogether. Mm. Um, another... hasn't been doing much since the first sort of three or four weeks, has he? Yeah, I mean, pointed out last week that an average of high 40 since round four scored 50 on the weekend. Ben mm. Hunt's the one that's producing the goods. Um, really difficult matchup against the Storm in round 17. Both sides are depleted. Uh, I think that, if anything, the Dragons are, uh, have the weakest side going yeah. into that one. Cameron Smith's there. Yeah. Um, and then, for me, you've got Cameron Munster and Nathan Cleary, who uh, I'd pick over Widop for the run home. Yeah, yeah, true. True. So, so with, if I'm looking at bringing in a Ryan James this week, looking at bringing in, um, say, Hopawati and Aiken next week, and then a Tohu... That's pretty much all I can really do. Uh, and then I'll be cashing in on Tamari Martin and probably Milford in round 18. Yep, yep. Yeah, I can't wait to sell those guys. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to sit on it up and just see what happens in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. Tua, we've spoken about. You guys brought him in. He turned up. That try that he set up for Johnson, where he just manhandled one of those manly outside backs, just busted the line and then the inside ball to Johnson. That was the best try I've ever seen. And then the Johnson put one on for him. About 10 minutes later, that was even better. I was standing out the front there up on the street while the kids were riding their bikes around, drinking my can of rum, and I just threw my rum up in the air because I was watching on my phone when SJ busted through us. I was like, yes! So, hang on. I, I was um, doing some clothes shopping for my trip overseas, so, and I just my WhatsApp was just going off crazy in the chat that we have, and that was about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So you were standing outside, <laughs> no. smashing rums... <laughs> Watch, trying to pretending to look after your kids. I was right. watching the kids. The yeah, game right, started yeah. at three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So by the time they were scoring these tries, it was in the second half. It was like four o'clock. Likely story, mate. Likely <laughs> story. But no. So unfortunately, I didn't get to witness that magic. But I'm um, mm. quite happy I got on. Yes, um, it was great. RFM. So break even seventy four. I don't think he's a trade in this week. No, no. But I think he's definitely an option next week. Oh yeah, particularly for someone like a. a well, the, the the benefit of. Holding a Cameron Murray is that you're going to yeah. know next week whether he's the Burgess boys are going to back up or not. Yeah. And if he doesn't, it's a pretty straightforward trade um, yeah. across what RFM's 476 and Murray's uh, 400s as well. I think and that, that would be why... That was one of the benefits for me for holding Maddo, shifting Maddo up to the second row, means that next week or the week after, I could do Tawala out mm. and shift Maddo back down to the centres and get RFM in. Yeah. That was an option I was looking at there too. But yeah, RFM not this week, but I think definitely in the next couple he's, of weeks. He's, he's a low-end top 17 guy for the run home. If you have a look at his scores, if you take out the HIA in round 12, um, his past few scores are 71, 58, 54, 52, 72, 89. 
So um, even if you're like myself and you owned him earlier in the year and you sold fine. him, yeah. I think you just got bite the bullet. Yeah, that's fine. Out. I'll probably be doing that with Jake Dubovic, so yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Um, so he's definitely a target for me either next week or in the Super Trade Week. Definitely. Nah, Nani McDonald we've spoken about. What about Sionika Toa of the Penrith Variety? Nah, not interested. Too not interested. awkwardly priced for me. Should play 50 minutes or so. Available at second row as well. Just seems a waste of trade. He's going to be yeah. an A nightmare, right? Well, if he plays 50 minutes, mm. he'll score at least 35 or 40 But he's week. also taking up a valuable position in the... In there, mm. I mean, what's the, you could have? He's only really going to cover you for that round, and I wouldn't definitely wouldn't be trading, say, Cameron Murray to him. No, maybe he can become my sixth second row and uh, take up the position currently held by Luciano Leilua. Well, I mean, that's a positive <laughs> potentially. Yes, um, Kahu. What do you think about Kahu? He has one score over forty this year. No, thank you. Negative seven break even. Not interested. Okay. That's a Wilfred from 2017 <laughs> yeah. move, which um, which saw uh, him finish nowhere near the, the top mm. 1,000. So True. Wilfred's learned his lesson in the top 200 now, staying away from some of those pods. And uh, I think we can all learn from that lesson too and stay away from Jordan Kahu. Yeah, all right. Uh, Hopawade, it's a no for me, but a yes for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Tarpany from the Raiders returns. Could miss 16, though, due to backing up for New Zealand after the New Zealand test. Sorry, he'll probably get selected. Um, Low-end keeper, but I I don't know. I was really interested in him early on in the year. Yep. Almost had him in my round one side. Didn't, luckily, because he broke his um, thumb or or hand or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Then he's come back and punched out some decent scores since. Mate, I I couldn't have him and RFM in my side and... uh, RFM's 50k cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think that's kind of you can't have they're all, they're all very similar kind of guys, and, yeah. and I, you couldn't carry uh, more than maybe one or two of them. Yeah. Uh, last guy on our list here is Vunavalu from the Storm. I mean, if he can go on an Ado car type run, mm-hmm. could which could very well happen. You know, he could obviously rise in price very quickly, priced very lowly at the moment at 330k. Yep. Another, another pod option, you know, if, if you want to go the cheap version of an Aitken or Fusatua or someone like that, I don't know, worth a look? I think so. And particularly if you're looking at someone like a Nene McDonald. Mm. They're effectively a very similar player, so... Um, Break-even's 46. So again, you don't have to go this week. No, none of the guys we've really spoken about. The only people we, you need to go this week, really, is Ryan James. Yeah. Break-even of one. Um, you've also got uh, Olive, of course, and Man. Yeah. They're the guys with really low break-evens. And then the only other desperate move is Sloppy Fitz. The rest of yeah. them, if you're looking at Hopawade, you're looking at um, uh, Aiken, all those guys... Even if, like, Hopawaiti, maybe because he's playing the Titans. But apart from that, you, you, if you don't need to make a trade this week, don't. Yeah, exactly. You've got five next week. Olive, you know, if Olive scores 35, he beats his break even by 50, and he'll go up by about 35k. Yeah. So that's that's not the end of the world. No, not at all. He'll be 210, 215. And particularly if you're not looking at someone that's, you know, going to be cash generation as well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm... I'll definitely be doing trade-wise, I'll definitely be selling Rapana for Aitken. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my other trade will either be Madison or Fitzgibbon. Probably Fitzgibbon, I think, out. And I think I'm going to go for Satua. Then I'll have three Warriors in my side. 
I think the Warriors could do quite well against the Cows this week. The yep. Cows... Did you watch any of that Cows-Eels game last week? No. Oh, you were at the Wallabies, but that was the worst game of football I've ever seen in my whole life. Yeah. And I've seen some bad games. Well, it just smelt like it was going to be a bad game, right? Well, I watched it because I thought JT and Tamara Martin were going to go off. Yep. And then they were just rubbish. So who, who are your... Um... Who are you, your captain of? Do you, so you own Tohu? Yes. I'd be tempted to put the captain on him this week. Big call. Have you seen the points conceded against uh, forwards against the Cowboys? No. Just lick your lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm thinking, uh, I think I'm going to go the standard Cook VC. Uh, and I might go <coughs> back-to-back with SJ captain again this week. Yeah, look, I'm thinking of Cook straight. Okay. Um, I hate Thursday night captains. I hate it as well, but the, the VC loop doesn't work well. Um, I've still got a couple of plotters in the side. They might, Nichols might come in. Um, you know, uh, there's a couple of guys that are going to score poorly. So the loop for me, you know, looks a bit of a disaster. And just cook um, the week off, fully refreshed. I mean, we all talk about the loop, but how many times a year, excluding buy rounds, do you actually loop? It never works. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, you, I think I've done it twice. Yeah, I, I, I the only time that I've ever seen it work well was the Tamalolo yeah. experience this year. Um, and that, that doesn't really count because you get two free bites at it, basically. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm probably seriously looking at Cook, and if I don't go with Cook, I might VC Reynolds. Reynolds. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm thinking I might bite the bullet and go SJ again, or I think Cameron Smith's a great option against the Knights as well. Yep, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Good pod. So the uh, banner's been handed over to you. Yeah, I told you not to go SJ. Well, who else were you going to go? I don't know, but it was a tough week, and you've just picked it up in the perfect week. (laughs) The perfect week. Last week was impossible. Yeah, you know, I'll um, I'll do some research there, and I'll um, maybe I'll give some hints out on Twitter. Could be a short hold. Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Well, yeah, you went good, but I called you out. You were targeting people with bad matchups. Not really. I was targeting. Come on. No, I was targeting the most traded in players or players that went in, and plus players that have bad matchups. What's (laughs) wrong with that? (laughs) Yeah. People don't um, learn. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it'll be back. We'll see how we go. See yeah. how we go. Cool, mate. Well, um, it's been good. Yep. We've had fun. Um, it, I've got another hour drive home now, so <laughs> nah, it's been good. We'll um, we'll do it again in person at least once or twice before you go away. I think so. So just a bit of a wrap up of what's coming up on the site this week. Buy sell hold um, has just gone up. We're going to have a captain's article out tomorrow. Uh, also have Wacko's um, late mail weather up as well. See how I go with my wanderings. Got a few bit going on at work at the moment. At the moment, so we'll see if I can get something up. Yeah, um, we'll have the daily fantasy stuff. Yeah, money ball play on. on. Preview, money it's all, ball. all happening. And um, well, I had asked him, and he said yes, but I haven't heard. He tends to um, uh, overpromise and underdeliver in most things that he does in his life. But Mark said he was going to do some work World Cup previews yeah, for us great. as well. I'm really looking forward to World Cup. Yeah, so it's a day. It starts tomorrow. Yeah, and I haven't seen anything yet. I'm slightly <laughs> concerned. He'll come through. Yeah. And then, so podcast-wise, we're thinking of doing a, a Monday night show next week, sort of a bit of a mid-season wrap. Uh, and then everyone will, will probably, you know, enjoy the week off, and then we'll be back in on the Wednesday after that with the pre-round 16 show. Yep. Hopefully we'll have some idea on who's backing up and who's not from the test. Yep, and then I think just lastly, if, if people did miss last week's podcast, um, Justin and I did go into quite a bit of detail about round 16. Um, probably worthwhile having a bit of a look at that again or listen to that. Um, Justin is flying, and he's definitely he's still in the top 100, yep. isn't he? Um, 
super knowledgeable. Wilfred's chasing him down. Mate. Chasing him down, but picked that Tuala uh, selection yeah, well, so I, well. I picked Tuala off the back of the email you sent me with yeah, his comments. O'Neill dropped, Tuala yeah. stays. So now he knows what he's talking about and made some very valid points, uh, not only about the Cowboys, but um, we covered round 16, nailed for Satua. Um, so I recommend go and have a listen. God knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Yep, exactly. All right, mate, that's efficiency. Yep, None love it. our 20 podcasts. Got to give the people what they want. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Speak to you next week. See ya. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.